0: This is Articles on Supply of Grace. This article is written and read by Bob Picard. It's titled, An Endless Supply of Grace. Grace is an incredible thing. It is freely given by the Lord and should be freely received and utilized by the believer. It is it's a source of our strength, the very energy of our lives. I know that right now you're thinking of a wonderful old hymn. The wonderful grace of Jesus is something that we ought always to think about and not to just sing on Sunday mornings. This wonderful grace should be a hallmark of the Christian life and not just an ornament of it. Here are the lyrics to this wonderful Hymn of God's grace. Wonderful grace of Jesus, greater than all my sin, how shall my tongue describe it? Where shall its praises begin? Taking away my burden, setting my spirit free, for the wonderful grace of Jesus reaches me. Wonderful the matchless grace of Jesus, deeper than the mighty rolling sea, Higher than the mountain, sparkling like a fountain, All sufficient grace for even me. Broader than the scope of my transgressions, Greater far than all my sin and shame. O magnify the precious name of Jesus, praise his name. Wonderful grace of Jesus, reaching to all the lost. By it I have been pardoned saved to the uttermost. Chains have been torn asunder, giving me liberty, for the wonderful grace of Jesus reaches me. Wonderful grace of Jesus, reaching the most defiled, by its transforming power, making him God's dear child, purchasing peace in heaven for all eternity, and the wonderful grace of Jesus reaches me. Now that we've started with some worship, let's take a peek into his endless supply of matchless grace. Salvation is a free gift through grace. Romans 3, 23 to 24 says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 1.7 says, In whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. We need to always remember the gospel message. It is the only hope we have Man's efforts have always and always will come short of God's righteous standard. This is why the Lord Jesus came, suffered, bled, died, and rose again. He paid the price for your sins. This is indeed good news, very good news. It's amazing how we can remember where we were when earth-shaking events took place, yet we often fail to remember the good news. Wouldn't it be so much better to remember when we believed and received the grace of God? Next, grace is sufficient. Second Corinthians 13, 14 says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. When I think of 2 Corinthians, the first thing I think of is suffering. What we learn is not that the suffering will end, but how to endure suffering as a believer. If there is a way to suffer, well, the Apostle Paul certainly knew how to do so. It was because he knew his Savior and the Savior's will. It is God's will that we know the Savior just as well through his word. Paul's closing commendation, to all is for grace, love, and communion to abound, no matter the physical situation. Remember, Paul actually deems suffering as light affliction compared to the glory to come. 2 Corinthians 416 16-17 says, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Next, grace is the motivator in life and death. If you are a Christian, your old man is dead. Reading the entirety of Romans 6 would be most beneficial for everyone. When we realize that we are dead and actually are new creatures in Christ, our walk in the Lord is actually in genuine newness of life. 2 Corinthians five sixteen through 17 says, Wherefore hence know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, behold, all things Are become new. Romans 6 4 says, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. In relation to others, our disposition as well as our position should be a position of grace. We need to remember that the old man is dead and we are currently in the possession of the Lord. No matter what happens to us, we belong to him. Romans fourteen six through 9 says, He that regardeth the day regardeth it unto the Lord, and he that regardeth not the day to the Lord he doth not regard it. He that eateth eateth to the Lord, for he giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not, and giveth God thanks. For none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord, and whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ both died and rose and revived, that he might be Lord both of the dead and living. In conclusion, it is our source of our salvation, peace, love, and any other Christian attribute you can think of. The admonition by the Apostle Peter is true for us in this dispensation of grace. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Cited from Second Peter three eighteen.